This is episode number 204 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Southie Vincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo. Hello. How are you ladies doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Our first episode of 2022. Wow. And boy, am I excited. And I'll tell you why I'm excited, because uh, we figured we'd start off the year on the right foot Mm -hmm. and do a movie chat, because it's nice and easy, because we just watch a movie and talk about it. (laughs) True. Yeah. It's true. You know, after the holidays, it's kind of tough, you Mm -hmm. know? Anyway, uh, Sarah, you picked this week's movie. Uh Yeah. Where'd you find this one? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was chatting with one of my coworkers over at my second job, and he is also, and his name is Alex, he is a movie buff. A cinephile? Yes, he he is. He's really into movies, and mm-hmm. we were trying to figure out a good movie mm-hmm. that was like a blockbuster. And he actually suggested this, and mm-hmm. I never saw it. So I said, oh, I'll, I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I trust his opinion, and mm-hmm. that is how we picked The Matador mm-hmm. for this <laughs> movie chat. So and he, he didn't tell me much. He just said it's about a it – he gave me like a one-sentence – description yeah so i went in as blind as you guys did sure so this is the 2005 (laughs) matador it is not the 2008 documentary no it's not a documentary and for those of you who are listening Mm -hmm. who uh who want to watch the movie and not get it spoiled we're going to spoil this movie now Mm -hmm. and you can watch it from home Mm was very nice you can get it through uh through i believe it's hoopla digital has Mm -hmm. it as well as Pluto TV and Internet Movie Database TV, which are both mm-hmm. free services that you can download an app and watch it on your yeah, phone or on here. your mm. smart TV. Oh, is that why I got commercials? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, Sarah, mm-hmm. why don't you explain the um, the plot for this uh, this film? Okay. So, it stars Greg Kinnear mm-hmm. and uh, Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. who I love. <laughs> and uh, uh, he looks really good in this film. Mm. A younger Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. although he does look good anyway. I'm like totally. <laughs> so it's so the, <laughs> so those are the two main characters. Pierce Brosnan plays uh, a hitman, and Greg Kinnear plays a sort of a down downtrodden guy who's trying to get a job, and they meet in Mexico. And then it's sort of like a tale of their friendship over. Yeah, they don't meet time. on purpose. They're no. they're both there for different reasons. Yeah, one's a hitman and one's a He's trying yeah. to like sell his business. Yeah. yeah, like trying to sell. Yeah, yeah. So they meet in a bar. Mm-hmm. They start off with a very interesting conversation, uh-huh. <laughs> and it goes from there. Yes, mm-hmm. I guess we can get a little deeper into the into the plot, can't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, so you know. Yeah. His character, Pierce Brosnan's character, is a mm-hmm. hitman. Is uh, losing his edge. Mm-hmm. Well, he lost his edge. Okay, yeah. Well, he's still doing pretty, and he still does the first one pretty well, right? The second one. Well, when he first meets Greg Kinnear's character, he's fine, and yes. then it goes down. Yeah. It goes downhill from there. Gets a little anxiety. He has some issues. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Unable to uh, to do his job, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, and because of it, he's in a lot of trouble with the uh, the powers that be. His mm-hmm. bosses who, uh, what is he? He's the, a facilitator of fatalities. Yeah. Is that what he does? He's not yeah. a hitman. There, there is a little bit of a twist in this film. Mm-hmm. Would you, you say? You think? Oh, well. when you find out what happens. In yes. Which we can say because we just yes. said we're going to spoil it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So Pierce Brosnan uh, plays a character, Julian Noble. And Greg Kinnear's character is Danny Wright. So we're going to mm-hmm. call him from now on Julian and Danny. <laughs> yeah. 
Julian being the hitman. Yeah. So Danny has a situation that we're not mentioning here, which is that he has lost a son. Mm-hmm. He's married and they uh, recently lost their son. Uh, well, young, four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, well, right. but it's it's recent. Still, still, still hurting in 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 his head. Uh, happened uh, a terrible accident. Lost his son. Right. So he mentions this to Julian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian uh, is not. He's he's not a socially uh, adept at uh, continuing on conversations. Right. Can't handle the situation. So he starts telling a very rude and uh yeah this is very much rated r this just movie. a this joke a family yes this family is not film. a family film danny gets so upset with that that he just basically walks out mm-hmm. so the next day julian sees danny again and says you know listen i feel bad that that i told that tasteless joke after you told me that you lost your son you know i i'm sorry i lost my wife mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in a, you know drove a my our car into a tree and she died and i have a hard time dealing with emotional things and blah 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 Anyway, that's my explanation of why I'm such a jerk. Mm-hmm. Will you please come with me? I have an extra ticket to a bullfight. There's nothing like a bullfight in Mexico City. You got to see it. So they go see the bullfight. And in the process of seeing the bullfight, there's a great scene where uh, Julian shows Danny what he does. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really kill anybody, mm-hmm. but he shows how he sets the situation up, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he asks Danny, after all this, if he can help him with a job and actually be the second person to help him, not actually kill the guy or girl, but uh, to facilitate that and, and, and help him out and trip him, trip the trip in front of the bodyguard so this way he can get a, a, a shot off. And the movie up to that point, he says no. Danny says no. Uh, Julian comes to the to his hotel room and says, please, I'm sorry that I asked you that. Can you please open the door? And the movie pretty much cuts short at that point. Mm-hmm. Screen goes black. You don't know. Well, he... You don't know no, if he answered... Wait, the, is that what happened? Yes. He, yeah. he wants... Well, he was telling Danny because Danny wasn't... He didn't get the job. And I thought he was offering up his services to Danny No, to, no. That does happen. Yes, yes, but you're jumping ahead. Oh, oh. Yes. So what happens is he knocks on the door. You don't know if whether or not he opens the door because the screen goes black and then it says six months later. Right. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. So now six months later, Danny is home. He's with his wife. They have a nice, sweet moment. They're talking about about his kid and how this whole situation and how you know they met in high school and so, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You kind of get a little more backstory to their relationship and all of a sudden in the middle of the night 11 30 at night there's a knock on the door and it's it's julian mm-hmm. he's in denver <laughs> mm-hmm. and he shows up because he has not been able to do his job correctly and he's basically on the run because there's a hit out on him right mm-hmm. okay so he shows up in the, in the house what did you think of that whole scene there where he comes into their room and the the wife is like, oh, let's have a drink. And it's a little uncomfortable it was for me. (laughs) I didn't. I was like, the wife likes him. Yeah, Yeah. the wife. I thought the wife was cool. Well, I didn't. The wife was cool. I thought the pacing was weird at some points. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like weirdly paced. Maybe that was the point. 
Like, I didn't think the scene itself was we bad. We saw it with commercials. Yeah. Yeah, but like, the, the commercials, the commercials were, were super short. Were short, and they were yeah. they were. I in couldn't the take spot. it. I, I can't. Well, I can't. Well, we I watched paid. it on Prime. I thought we like hit the Prime button. Yeah, it is. It's Internet oh, Movie Database okay, TV is Prime. through Prime, and they do uh, show yeah. commercials. No, I paid the two bucks for it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you? Yeah, and I think it's it might be different because uh-huh. like. We started with commercials, and I'm like, I can't get into a movie with commercials. Like, I just, oh. I have to, like, I can't watch a new movie with commercials because mm. I just can't get into it. Mm-hmm. But I can watch an older movie that I saw. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? I felt yeah. like I felt like they placed so. the commercials during the scene breaks. I felt like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, yeah. th- I thought the scene was a good scene, but I thought it was paced a little weird. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was cool. I thought I like Hope Davis. She, I thought she did good. Yeah, I just there. I kept I I didn't know where it was going. That was, I was the point, right? I was yeah. Well, I think that's the point that he's yeah. a little unstable. Stable, right? Yeah. yeah. So you don't know if he's like gonna hit on her right. and be totally inappropriate yeah. or like towards the end. Of, yeah, towards yeah. the end of that scene, they were all drunk. Right. Mm-hmm. So he says, "Oh, I want to dance with your wife," and mm-hmm. he lets him dance with the wife, and it's just it's a funny, uncomfortable type of situation. Yeah. But basically. That he Julian asked them, you know, can I stay here the night? Because mm-hmm. you're the, you're my friends, you're my only yeah, friends. Yeah. This is my home. Even though yeah. I have no place to go, I'm like hiding out. This is mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. they say, yeah, sure. Which is again, uh, I feel like the uh, Danny portrayed because Danny told his wife everything yeah. about what happened in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Portrayed him as who he was, and and I think they kind of dug it. I think they both dug that that they wanted kind of like that lifestyle. Right. They wanted to live vicariously through this guy. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. quite frankly, even though he's kind of brutish, he's quite charming. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Pierce Brosnan for yeah, crying out yeah, loud. Yeah. So he asks Danny. He says, "You know, I need I need your help to do this job because if I don't do this job, they're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. So I basically got to do this, or mm-hmm. I'm dead." Mm-hmm. He convinces Danny to do it, and he says, "Because you owe because you know because Danny, you owe me." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then they don't even they don't even go back to the the mm. scene the hotel mm-hmm. scene from the the middle of the movie that where it kind of cut off. Mm. So we don't know what the what he owed him. Well, they just tell he just tells Danny that this is his like last job and they don't yeah. have to do it anymore. Yes. He doesn't say it's because he's going to get killed. N- yeah, well, he does he after does afterwards, it yes. happens. Yeah. And I think yeah. that makes Danny feel better. Yeah. Because yeah. of what happened. What happened? But, yeah. But he doesn't tell him that off the bat. So Danny was down to help him yeah. do this job, even though it didn't mean that he was gonna die. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I thought he, I thought he made it. Well, yeah, I thought that. Uh, no, yeah. because in the when they're on the plane, he's like, no, that was my boss. Now they won't kill me. No, well, right? no, he did tell him. No, he did tell him. He did he tell did him. Say, I, know, did I was watching this movie. He apparently, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> he um, I thought the point was that, like, he he just said, once I do this job, I'm free and clear. Instead I don't of, have to do this instead job instead of anymore. being killed. Oh, he did say yeah, that. Yeah, 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 he did. Instead of being killed, that's why when he like froze. And he did his little pep talk. Yeah. He said, you have to do this or else I'm going to kill you. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did yeah. say that. Danny goes with him. Mm-hmm. Danny does his job, mm-hmm. which is basically just being a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Julian can't do it. Mm. He actually can't uh, He can't uh, kill the, the, the mark. Mm. So Danny finds him and says, listen, you got to do this. You have to do it because, you know, I can't. We, we've come so far. I can't see you end up you know, this way and such and so forth. And he talks him through this, this mm. mark and he does it. Mm. Uh, you don't see it, right. but, but he does it. And in this process, uh, on the way black on the plane, they're discussing it. And uh, that, right. then Nicole, yeah. he does say, you yeah. know, you, we actually, the mark was my boss, right. the boss who was trying to kill, kill me anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I am clear, free and clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in that uh, conversation, we find out what this thing that Danny owes Julian, because he did let him into the hotel room in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. They did have a conversation. And evidently the conversation was Danny asking Julian to kill his competition for this mm-hmm. job that he was down there for. Yeah. And Julian talked him out of it and said, no, you'll, you'll have bad luck for the rest of your life, for your life. It'll follow you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a touching moment. It was an interesting situation. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends with uh, them visiting their son's grave and Julian leaving to go uh, to Greece. To the Greek. little Greek islands mm-hmm. with the little Greek people. I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. The lovely little yeah. Greek people. So, yeah. So it was a quick 90-minute movie. A mm-hmm. uh, lot was cut out of this movie, actually. There was like 35 minutes that was cut out of this movie. Really? Which, uh, you know, I always say this. I always feel like I would love a little more character development. Mm-hmm. But I kind of got it. I don't think this film required no, that. No, I don't think so I at think all. it was very clear and well-written enough yeah. for mm-hmm. you to understand who these characters were, how they were, yeah. what they were doing. It definitely uh, was is not a family film. Mm-mm. This is a hard R. Well, not for violence, but there was well, there was a lot of uh, sexual uh, things. Yeah, I would call it a hard R though. Yeah, it's R. It's just, yeah, it was yeah. R. yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe for Sal. For Sal, it's NC seventeen. For Sal, yes. Sal's rating is a little different than ours. Yes, yes. It's like yeah, whatever. What did you think? Uh, well, so actually, we'll start with Nicole. Nicole, what did you think? That was entertaining. Clearly, I wasn't really paying attention. So. It was the commercials. I'm telling you. I don't know. I was I was also making my dinner. If I make my dinner, I mean putting something in the microwave, but I think that threw me off. <laughs> threw you off, yes. The beeping, the beeping noise. <laughs> no, I thought it was entertaining. I was a little slow. I really like the premise. I really, I love a good, like, hitman other like the life of a hitman you know what I mean or like them not being able to do their job I think mm-hmm. that's like funny like I really I like the premise I like Greg Kinnear a lot actually um so I liked it but I thought it was like a little slow in some parts or but um but no it was good it was mm-hmm. it for 90 minutes yeah yeah, yeah. Sarah what do you mm-hmm. think I liked it I thought uh Pierce Brosnan was a good choice for mm-hmm. the role because I was mm-hmm. trying to think who else you know who else could play that role and I would not have picked. I don't really know a lot of Pierce Brosnan movies, actually. Well, this was interesting. The interesting thing about this movie, and he was nominated for a Golden Globe for this film. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the reason yeah. w- that what was interesting about this film was this was like his next big thing after being... 007? 007. Mm-hmm. See, I did not so see one 007 opposite, movie with completely him Completely opposite of what he, you know, who he played and portrayed. It seemed movie. like a movie a lot older than 2005, though. It did. It felt like a 90s movie it almost. It did. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah, I thought was was he in a TV show? Was he in an American TV show? No. Pierce Brosnan was in Remington Steel. Yes, oh. that's something. Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> way before. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I was like a kid uh, when that yeah, was out, and my yeah. mom watched it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, I don't know. I don't really other than Remington Steel. I really don't know anything that he was in, other mm. than like he's an older a silver fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good-looking gentleman, but I I liked it. Yeah, I liked how he portrayed this character. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I, I, I think he was definitely the draw of the movie. I mean, I like Ryan Kinnear, though. See, I don't I like did. him. I think he's a big old weenie. Oh, no, really? I thought yeah. he did good in this, like, hyping him up to actually kill the guy. I feel like every single character Greg Kinnear plays, I, I don't think he's a bad actor. I just think right. he just plays, like, the weenie. Mm. 
like yeah, wet I think noodle. he's typecast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although he was excellent and as good as it gets, we have to just give him that. Wasn't he a weenie in that? Yeah, I guess. But he's still good. He played the. Weenie yeah, I'm not saying well. he is right, a good right. actor, but yeah. I'm just I'm always like, Meh. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it reminded me actually of like uh, a Guy Ritchie film, like Lock, Sock, mm. and Two Smoking Barrels yeah, yeah, yeah. and all yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, Pierce Brosnan actually produced this film. Hmm. This film was shopped to his production company. Mm-hmm. And when he read the script and started researching it, he said, I want to be this character. Oh. So that's kind of how it ended yeah, up. Yeah, uh, he did. It was very entertaining. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I did not know anything about it. Uh, Sarah, I don't remember it at all. Sarah kind yeah. of, uh, Sarah kind of like dropped it on us and said, "This is the movie. Go." Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah we thought we were watching another movie. Yeah, the the, the... documentary, <laughs> the Matador documentary. No, the Truffle Pig with the what's his face, Nick Cage. Oh yeah, well we'll we'll have that coming up. In yeah. The next, uh, mm-hmm. this one, yeah, but okay, I was going to, but then I was like, "How many Nick Cage movies can I make you guys watch? A lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot apparently." Yeah. <laughs> and it, and I will say, I'm ready for Con Air. What a good movie that was. <laughs> I will say this film was uh, leaps and bounds better than Matrix 4. That's all I'll say for that. Uh, Did you see it, Sarah? No, because I was going to see it. She's waiting to see it on the big screen. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but then someone said, don't. That's me. I won't mention who. I said, don't. (laughs) Yeah. So now I'm like, oh. thought it was all right. You watched it. Yeah. I like the special effects or anything. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, well, right. Rocky has no desire to see it in the movie theater either, so. Yeah, so. So you'll see it, yeah. and then you'll let us know what you think. Oh, but I like uh, it. I'll tell you, I'll, uh, if I don't like it, I'll say I'll like it. Yeah, because it's him. It's, it's Keanu. <laughs> yeah. Or Kiki, as you, as you <laughs> call him. All right, so scale of one to ten, Sarah, what'd you give us? I don't know if I'd watch it again, but i give it a, a very enjoyable eight. Okay. Okay, Nicole? I was going to say a seven. Okay, yeah. I'll give it an eight, too. Okay. So uh, we'll say 7.5 yeah. from the team. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah Excellent. Good. All right, so uh, we'll put that in the show notes, so this way you can click on the link and just watch the movie and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, comment below, let us know. Uh, and if you have any ideas for any uh, future movie chats, we'd like to know as well. Uh, smash that like button. Okay. Yeah. Right. Subscribe. Let's see yeah. if we can. Let's see if we can get the subscriptions up on this channel. Okay. All right. Let's mm-hmm. get a little more here. Let's let's turn on the notification. Turn bells. on the notification yeah. so that's when you yeah. know when we post a video. And it's not just us. It's not just the podcast. It's everything. Right. Yeah. That happens here All at the, the take and makes and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So you can go to our website mcplpodcast.com to read our show notes, listen to older episodes, listen to older. Uh, movie chats because mm-hmm. we have uh, this is what 28 I think I, I said this is number 28 wow. for movie chats so you can listen to all those uh, email us podcast at mcplibrary.org and we'd be happy to uh, chat with you uh, and uh, you know let us know mm-hmm. what uh, future things you want us to talk about this year please, please. it could be something silly like rutabagas there you go <laughs> yes we have books we have books on those <laughs> it would be entertaining exactly. to suggest something silly exactly. so let's talk about it Exactly. So thanks so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiMincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.